Seattle to go and meet the one whose birthday we celebrate. Just think of that. Man, we're going to have the greatest gift of all. We haven't been here, but to be able to see him face to face and say, Jesus, we, you know, you're the one. You're the one. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Let's go to page 168. 168. Who is he in yonder star? 168.
This is a time of worshiping the Lord, and this will be your last Sunday of 2020. You know, it didn't, it started out fine. Let's end it fine, okay? Amen. We won't worry about what was in between. Okay, let's stand.
Some people will say it's been the worst year of the life. And some people will say it's been the best year. And you know, through it all, God stayed on the throne. Yeah. He never stepped down. His arm was never too short to reach down and touch whatever we needed to be touched. He was always there 24-7. He was there to answer our prayers. He knew our prayers before we even asked them and answered them in some cases. He was good all the time. And all the time, God was good. Amen. Looking forward to the new year. Seeing what joys and, you know, and miracles and expectations God's got in store for us. Hallelujah. Well, I didn't have a bad year. I mean, I could say I did, but I didn't. I mean, I'm still here today. I'm up to you before this morning. Yeah. Well, I watch Jerry Swagger all the time on my TV. They say Ball and Gilead last night. Oh, okay. It was just absolutely beautiful. Mm. And as the man was saying, you know, it was just feeling the Holy Spirit just oh, started yes. shaking. It was just so beautiful. But, I mean, I've had a good year, and I thank you for all the many blessings he's given me. I've had some hardships, but who doesn't? So That's right. I just praise him for all he does for me all year long. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm just so thankful that we do have hardships and bad times that we don't have to go through alone. That's right. That's right. I'm so thankful for him being with us this year. Yes, it hasn't been easy. Or no, it hasn't been easy. <laughs> 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 he did put those there. That's right. right. No, he, it hasn't been an easy year. But we are still here. That's right. Our family is... You know, still okay. Yeah. But I just praise him because he loves us so much. Amen. And I know I fail him many times. Have to ask forgiveness quite often. <laughs> but I thank him and I love him this morning. And Amen. my desire is just to grow closer to him yes. each passing day. Amen. So I just give him all the praise and all the glory he deserves today. Amen. Amen. Well, I'll pick the members of Did anybody notice Ben Holden's baby last week? Yes. Did you see the love in his eyes? I did. I said that I pictured God holding us like that when we yeah. were He was just the whole time. Was it the picture you put on Facebook? That's the one I see? No, but that's another one. Okay. So he just okay. had so much love for that little boy. And I said, that's God holding us when we're hurting. That's right. And that's all I came across. I just kept turning around. You must have thought I was crazy. <laughs> it was just so precious. So he was just cradling this baby and loving him. And that's just how God loves us. He just cradles us in his arms if we let him. Sometimes we go come squirming and, and, and crying, and sometimes we're in a little tantrum. God just has to hold us on, onto us a little tighter then. He says, calm down. Calm down. I've got this. Amen. I want to say something else, too, Belle. I'm sitting here thinking that we can all be around each other, mm -hmm. and our son and daughter-in-law kids out there can't. No. They're in the house every day. They can't go out. They can't go visit their friends. And I'm thinking, you know, we have it good right here. We do. So we have something to praise the Lord for. That's right. Thank the Lord for. But, you know, when we're doing this, let's think of the ones that aren't allowed to do this. That's They're right. not allowed to go really outside their home. They're almost down pretty well in lockdown. Yep. And that can be quite trying when you have three little ones. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad they're okay. But... You know, as we go about our daily lives, being able to see our friends and family, let's think of the ones that, that can't, can't. Do that. and even yeah. the ones that have lost family members due to this. That's so. right. That's right. I mean, it is. Sometimes we growl and complain, yeah. and uh, I'm the first one to do that. And uh, But we do. We have it good here because we're allowed to see each other. We're allowed still to meet. And I think as of midnight on Christmas Day night, 
the 26th, I think, 1201, Ontario went into total lockdown. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, we were, we're pretty lucky to be, uh, we're pre no, I ain't going to say lucky, we're pretty blessed to be able to meet and, and you know, and together at our churches and our, and our homes and, and, yeah. And today is Mom's 80th birthday. And I know that she's probably, you know, we always looking forward to maybe having a little open house. And people, 80 is a, is a big number. And I don't mean it, I mean it's a, just, Mom, I'm not saying you're old. I'm just saying it's a, it's a big number. So let's just wish Mom a happy birthday by singing. They were all going to try to get down for Nan's birthday, but as I wrote on Facebook last night, Asher had fell and slashed his foot. Oh, Mom, I didn't tell you because I didn't want you to worry. So this is the first time Mom is hearing this. And uh, I have a picture, if anybody wants to see the cut. But um, it was a clean cut, but he ended up going to the hospital, and they filled it full of glue. And this morning when he got up, he every time he steps on his little foot, he would cry. And it's, and it's quite tender. And I'm very thankful because it was very close to his heel. He could have severed his little cord in the back of his heel. And, uh, but he didn't. And Asher's a little hefty. And so when he steps, it's, it's going to hurt him. And uh, we were, you know, we were actually were gathered under the Christmas tree chair. Can it come down to see the guests? And we were waiting for them to come over uh, when we got the call that they couldn't. And, uh, but Little Torrin was able to come and spend the evening with Nan Gumpin. And we thought he was going to have to stay all night. But he ended up going home back at the beginning this morning. So amen. that's just a blessing in disguise. Like Carla said, her, some of her grandchildren she can't see. And I get to see mine. So I'm so thankful for that. And uh, But think of all of those who can't. And I think of Tracy again, who's, yeah, like, anyway. Is everybody...
and never underestimate the things that he can do. And God is greater. That's why I'm standing here. Amen. But never let go of the Lord, no matter how far down you go, don't never let go of the That's prayer. right. That's right. But you have to make the effort. That's right. To hold you. Amen. He's done so much for us. That's right. A praise his name. Amen. Amen. There is a, a, and I don't quite know where it is, but, and, and I'm putting it in my own words, but the Bible says, don't blame God for the mess that you get yourself into. Right. So many times we, we, we blame the Lord for, oh, why did you let me do this? Why you say, I didn't let you do it. You did it on your own. Like, smarten up. Take some blame here. But he's always there to pick us up. It's called free will. It's, it is. Sometimes I get mad at that old free will. Maybe I'll kind of. And, uh, but it's true. He's always there to pick us up, no matter how bad we mess up or how little. You know, he's always, always there, arms outstretched, saying, come to me, my child. Come to me. Amen. I want to give God the praise and the glory, really, for this year. We were able to go away, uh, have a vacation, maybe not the coming year, but, you know, we were able to go camping. We were able to see friends. We were able to have family for Christmas. We were able to even, we may not have been able to celebrate here Thanksgiving, but we was able to celebrate Thanksgiving. Like all of the um, holidays, other, uh, even Mother's Day, we all went out and ate, but we ate in our separate vehicles. But we were still together. We could still see each other in our own vehicles. And I, to me, that was a blessing. And, uh, you know, Satan, I think, thought he was going to come in here and cause chaos, and in some places he has. But I'm thankful that I know one who is greater. And he will always be greater. Amen. Anyone else? Getting up Christmas morning, uh, we got woken up at 7. Uh, they woke up Tracy first, and her immediate response was, uh, you want to go jump on your dad? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got up, and it, it was, it was a, this year there's been a lot that's happened, and there's been ups, there's been downs, everybody keeps saying, but that's life. Yeah. Jesus never said it's going to be a smooth, flat road. He, he warns you, things are going to get rough. Okay, but getting to see my kids, just the the joy in their in their eyes, like at the things they got. Um, little Melanie got a, a little white ukulele, and she was so excited that she got a ukulele. And Naomi and them got 
snap circuits and things to play with magnets and, and gears and little motors. And the two of them were thrilled. And Noah, everything he opened, he'd pick it up. He goes, it's a truck. <laughs> it's a truck. And he'd open it and it would be a truck. And it didn't matter that it was a truck that he may already have one just like. It was just, oh. <laughs> it was just great to get to, to see them. We got to call Tracy's parents, which was huge because... Um, we, we got them on voice chat and they, they were so excited to see grandma and grandpa. And then yesterday my mom, my stepdad and my sister came down uh, to see us and everything was fine. Everybody was happy. Um, they got to see the kids open gifts and, and see the kids go crazy. And they said, Tracy needs a medal because how you contain Noah. But uh, yeah, and me, yeah. <laughs> That was easy. Christmas morning, three hours, we played with Hot Wheels. We were good. But, uh, no, it's, there's a lot that's, go, that's going on. But the fact that you're sitting there in your room, in your living room, and the people that are the most important to me were right there. I had my kids. I had my wife. We're, we're all there. We're enjoying time together. The dog's going crazy because he's got his stocking, too. And it meant a lot. And then getting to see family. And as you said, we, we didn't get to celebrate all the holidays. We tried to do Thanksgiving. We had the Americans Thanksgiving. We had uh, Faye and her husband came up to join us for American Thanksgiving. She brought this, what, what is it? Cranberry grunt or? Cranberry duff. Duff. That stuff is amazing. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. But 2020, if it's taught us anything, it's the simple fact that People are what's important. Relationships are what's important. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a lot of need to go back to that. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful for the chance for that. I'm grateful for the fun we got to have. So. Amen. Amen. You know, I was just thinking as you were saying about how we should be grateful. Like Teresa said, she was able to go out and sit on our doorstep. Can you imagine on Christmas morning? I may mention her. I didn't have this on. Oh my dear. But it was warm. That sun, as we stepped into Charity's house Christmas morning, man, that sun on the back of my back was, I thought, this is more like Easter. We don't have Easter mornings as nice as Christmas mornings now. Well, there you go. Patio door open on Christmas morning now. I mean, that is a blessing. That is a blessing. Amen.
You know, no matter what, in 2020, life went on. Yes. It did. And, and people came into this world and people left this world. Yes. And, you know, things still happen the same as they always did. There were, like Laura said, there was changes. Mm -hmm. But I'm thankful this morning that I'm able to celebrate Mom's 80th birthday. Just think, 80. Right now, she's the oldest person sitting in the church. <laughs> if Earl is here, she could say, no, I'm not. But I mean, really, just think of that. That's a great age to even achieve. And she's still smart and still having corned beef and cabbage today for some dinner. Yes. And, you know, so, I mean, but, uh, and cooking it herself. So, I mean, you know, back when I was growing up, 80 years old was completely ancient. Like, you know, oh my word. Like, they were just one foot in the grave. And, and now, 80-year-old is like 60. And 60-year-old, like, I'm still back in the... <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> but, you know, life goes on, regardless what year we're in. And I can imagine there was a lot that said back in 2019, oh, why can't we get out of 2019 and get into 2020? I actually preached on that at, at the end of 2019. There's people who have said, I can't wait for 2020. And I said, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet you're not going to say, you know, I guess we better be thankful for what we have. Because it can be very quickly taken from us. In any situation. Yep, it certainly can. Okay, let's sing Joyful, Joyful. This is on page one.
And we have a special, old, beautiful star of Bethlehem. I've got yellow, blue, purple, and red all on. No, it's purple. That one's purple.
It's a good song. It was one of those songs we didn't sing this year, and I just couldn't let our holiday season pass without singing Beautiful Star of Bethlehem. So, anyway, we're going to prayer time at this time. And uh, does anyone have any prayer requests? Sheila. Exactly. Let's remember Sheila and her family. Uh, many of you probably know now that um, Berkey passed away yesterday. And uh, we're not, I'm not even going to mention the details because I don't want to get it wrong. But he fell and hit his head. He fell, okay. He which fell. caused a brain bleed. Okay. So he fell and hit his head, which caused the brain bleed. And uh, he passed away as of yesterday morning or through the... Okay. Yesterday morning. Okay. So lots of family there to be praying for. And Sheila's not doing well. So keep her, especially in prayer, and his children. Tyler and Jaden. Tyler and Jaden. And Carl. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Just lately or just? Okay. Oh, my word. Okay. Do you know that Nima and Aunt Doris used to be pen pals for years? Is that right? Oh my. She lived in Port Latour and Aunt Doris first started. But well. they kept it up until I think almost until she passed away. Oh my land. Pen pals now are almost a thing of the yeah. a thing of the past, yeah. Well isn't that nice? Yeah. Now they're walking together in heaven. Amen. Talking. Wow. Yeah. Anyone else with any prayer requests? Think of Lee's brother with uh, Austin, who's not going, um, having a tough time. And also for Asher, that he, his little foot would heal, and he'll be able to just run and bounce around like he always did. Unspoken. Pray for our loved ones. Carl. Yeah, Carl. Jane and Lou. We pray we're all grow closer this year to God. Pray for us to be closer to Jesus and other Exactly. Pray for the closeness to come. And, yes. And, uh, yeah. I cherish you guys. I really do. I consider you my family. Continue to pray for Gary Hicks. Gary Hicks. Gary's dad used to be here and, mm -hmm. uh, as a pastor, and uh, they were just little boys, and Nancy, who was a little girl back then, and, yeah. Okay. So pray for Louise family, the Hallett family. Yes, pray for the Hallett family. Unsaved, right. I ask now that you please bow your heads for prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you now and we lift up our voices in prayer to you. God, we lift up those that you have heard hear us speak. You know the names of every single one. God, we pray for them, those who have lost loved ones, those who are dealing with the memory of loved ones gone on, 
those who are sick, those who are injured, those who are far away and we cannot be with. God, we ask that you would be present and that you would pour out your mercy, your compassion, your blessing, your healing on them. And God, we pray for those who have entered into heaven with you. God, we know that you love your children. We ask that you would be with them and you would help them while they are there. And God, we pray for those unspoken prayers that we keep close to our hearts that we, we don't say aloud, but we, we seek your prayer for, God. We pray for the unsaved, those who do not know who you are. God, that they may know you, that they may rejoice in you, and that they may find you. We pray that we may grow, grow closer together as a family of God, and closer to you, God. We pray for our churches, our pastors, our fishermen. God, we pray for everybody who is out right now upon the water working. We pray for the families of those who have been lost at sea. And God, we give thanks that you hear every one of these. Bless us, we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. trying something new this morning. Somebody's laughing. I don't know if that's a good thing. Oh yeah, me and technology. No. Um, yeah, bear with me. I'm trying from a tablet this morning. I got one for Christmas uh, to help with sermons and such. So. <laughs> Your vote of confidence is amazing. I, I know. If it starts like shooting out sparks, we're in trouble, okay? But no, hopefully it'll work. But uh, I'd also like to thank Val for um, pointing something out to me this morning. And Frida, you might agree with this. Children are never too old to embarrass their mothers. <laughs> Congratulations on, on it being your birthday. According to the Bible, you have 40 more years. It says 120 years is all you get. After, after the fall, God says, that's it. From this point on, don't be born from this point on. Live for more than 120 years. I plan to use them all, so. <laughs> but happy birthday. We're glad to have you. And you know, know that you are still baking and everything warms my heart because those pies. <laughs> they're the reason why I, I, I need to lose weight. But they're the cinnamon buns. That's all I have to say to you. And asking a two-year-old for chocolate cake. <laughs> but, but no, we're glad to have you here this morning with us. Um, for those of you who are listening online, it's working to a degree. It's cutting out. It's working. It's cutting out. We're trying. Hopefully, Bell remembers us on the 5th and puts in the internet like it's supposed to. We're going to try to upload it. I tried to upload yesterday or last week's. Um, the camera recorded the video but no audio. I have no idea what's going in. I plugged it in my computer. I'm like, I can see everybody moving. I can see their lips moving. 
Why is there no sound? I've checked my computer, not my computer. No, it's so sorry for that. Um, hopefully this one works better. But we have been covering the issue of fitting in, looking at the idea of Christmas and the importance of fitting in what's important. And, you know, I'm, I hope everybody had a good Christmas. I know my morning was fairly good. I'm wearing new Christmas gear. I try to do that when I get it. I got some plaid. I got so I got a nice new plaid coat. I got fleece lined pants. I'm, and I got an axe. I think God is trying to tell me something. Now I could look like a lumberjack. Go out into the woods. Noah got a little, you can see it down there, he got a little plaid coat and plaid shirts and jeans. And he's dressed like Daddy today running around, so if you see him, yeah, he's all excited. But uh, it was good to be able to gather with family. But today's our last sermon in the series of Fitting In. And it's kind of interesting because I've been, since I've been here, every single Sunday before I preach on something, there's some moment where somebody says something where it ties in, and I can't figure out how or why. Or God tells me, don't preach on a certain week, and then I get a phone call or a text message that day. Hey, can I take this day of the week for this, this sermon to preach? Cora. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know what you're doing? I'm going to leave you to it. But uh, this is our last one. And this is going to be a little confusing for you, and I'll explain. Because you see, while I was doing the work for this, I was looking through one Bible and looking at one translation. And what it says in one translation sounds and reads different than what it does in another. But this is an important aspect of fitting in. You know, we've looked at the fact that the world did not have room for Jesus at his birth when we read that there was no space for him. And it sounds like our world today. And if you remember on Christmas Eve, I talked about, if you got to see it, I said how God still made room for us doesn't matter that the world didn't have room for God. Jesus was still born. Which means he came down. He was born. He is here. God made time and space for you. If you ever feel negative about yourself, God made time for you. If that can't pull you up out of the clay, I don't know what's going to. We also looked at how we have to make time for others, make time for different things. Today I want us to take a look at something very important. So if you have your Bibles with you, turn to Proverbs 18.16. Proverbs 18.16. I'm going to be reading what it says in the English Standard Version. So some of you may get a little confused and wonder why it sounds different, but we're going to cover how it sounds also in the NLT. I believe this is the NLT. We're going to look at both translations, and it's a, there, there's a good reason for it. So, Proverbs 18.16, reading from the English Standard Version. A man's gifts make room for him and brings him before the great. Now, that sounds probably very different than what you guys have in front of you. What you have in front of you probably reads something along the lines of, Giving a gift can open doors. It gives access to important people. Believe it or not, these two things line up. They fit. And I'll explain what I'm getting at here. I know 
The passage may read differently for you guys. And I know this can get confusing. And this is one of the reasons so many people have a hard time when they sit down with the Bible and Bible study and they're trying to figure it out or they read an inspirational quote online, a passage, and then they go pick up their Bible and read it and it's not nearly as inspirational as, they as when they heard it online or some guy read it and they get confused and sometimes people actually will put down their Bibles because of this or they turn away or, or it leads to conflict over what a passage means. Because sometimes we put one word in or another, especially when you have a Greek word that can mean 12 different things. Mm -hmm. So you have 12 different variants of what that sentence is, and some of them do not fit. But this one, I'm going to explain how these two work together. First, we're going to look at the ESV, the English Standard Version, and it's very important. You guys know right now, and I've said this before, you are in the busiest and shortest week of the year. I am positive... And this is one of the questions, I have a list of questions I want to ask God when I get to heaven. And one of them is, why is that week the shortest week in the year? Because it feels that way. And I've said this before, some of you are going to wake up Christmas morning, you're going to blink your eyes, and all of a sudden it's New Year's. And you're still in your Christmas pajamas. I'm going to just be dressed like a crocodile again. But it's a busy week, isn't it? See, Tracy's from Michigan, and she pointed this one out to me. She goes, you guys have some weird traditions on the east coast of Canada, or in Canada. I said, no, 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 I think I know where you're going with this, and I'm going to tell you right now. This is solely an east coast Canadian thing. The rest of Canada, we don't listen to that. Everybody goes to everybody's house on Boxing Day to go see the gifts. <laughs> or if you can't make a Boxing Day, you go to somebody else's house on the 27th to see the gifts. <laughs> And you got people coming and going, and you're still baking. She goes, you guys got piles of baked goods, and you're still baking more baked goods. And I'm like, yeah, because those ones that we got are only to hold us over till New Year's. We need fresh ones for New Year's Eve. <laughs> have you not clued in? Nova Scotians love food. We literally have a festival that we, basically, a kitchen party. There's a reason why we party in the kitchen. It's where the food is. <laughs> But this is the busiest week. We're all getting ready for Christmas or, or coming out of Christmas. We're coming out of that high of the Christmas thing. Some of my friends, literally on Christmas Day, as soon as the kids go to bed, the tree is gone. Yeah. Everything is gone. It's down. It's, it's like there was never a tree there. If you were to go to their home and like super glue down a, a single spruce or pine needle, it won't be there come morning. Suppose they have to refinish the entire floor. There will be no sign there was Christmas. Other than the kids have gifts, had gifts, and people are still coming to see what's going on. But people get busy. You're running off to see people. You're you're, you're filling up cars. You're you're calling people. You're you're putting. You're still putting together toys that your kids got. You're fixing toys because your kids broke them, like Lego cars or, or things like that. And it's really hard to find time in the midst of that. Because See, life happens in a way where we get very confused on what's going on, and we sit there and we scream, and we don't know what's going on, and we feel like we've just woken up and somebody else is driving the car. If you're ever in one of those situations, pray. <laughs> we get confused, and we start to lose sight of what's going on. We start to push things out to make room for other things. And one of the things that Christians do, a lot of Christians do, and it's a bad habit to get into, and I think most of us, 99% of us, if we want to be honest, 
have done this at some time, we push God in. We say, well, God's going to understand. I can make room for God later. I can spend a little more time with God later. I'm going to ask you something that's going to be maybe bother you. Would you do that with your kids? It doesn't work. See, we start to push God out, and we start to lose sight of God, and we start to feel burned out and broken. You might be wondering, Pastor, how does this fit with the verse we have? I'm going to ask you something, and this is where I get audience participation and feedback. Where do you feel closest to God? In what action or place do you feel closest to God? making something for, for, for like on the tabletop for a game or for, for his decoration, working with my hands, doing something driving like that. Driving the car. Pardon? I'm driving the car. I'm driving the car. I talk a lot to go in the car. Yeah. I got a Being question inside. Being inside? Yeah. Your talents. Do any of your talents line up with where you feel closest to God? I know you, you have the talent for music. You can never run away from that and try to tell them once before that you don't. Didn't work. I've seen contrary evidence. Also, your mom told me that you have a talent for music, so blame her. See, I'm getting, you've embarrassed your mom today, so now I'm using her mom to embarrass her. Reverse. And your mom agreed with me. You, yeah. I'm pointing at, I'm pointing at Lori. But no, um, your gifts are your talents. Your talents are your gifts. So go back and look at English Standard Version. A man's gifts make room for him. A man's gifts make room for him. Your gifts have been given to you by God. Your talents are individual things. And one of the most important things to make room for in the world and making room for what's important is you with God. And that's the first one that most people cut out of their life. Making room for you with God. Yeah. Using the gifts that God has given you where you feel the closest to God. So when we read that, a man's gifts make room for him and bring him before the great. Wait, so if we use the gifts that God has given us, the talents that God has given us, to praise God, to draw closer to God, we stand in the presence of God. Wait, how does that fit in there with, oh yeah, giving a gift can open doors and it gives access to important people. God gave you a gift. He made room for you with the birth of Christ, which marks you as important to God. Giving a gift opens doors and gives access to important A man's gifts make room for him and brings him before the great. See how it doesn't matter that they're two very different things. They're saying the exact same thing. We're tying into each other. We're in the shortest week of the year, the most busy, chaotic, hectic week of the year. It's the one where you start planning out what are you, what are, what are your goals going to be for for the next year? What are you going to try to do to change? It's also the week where you feel the most burnt out. 
It's also the week when I talk to a lot of people where they feel the need to, to paint on a smile. Because they need to feel like they're festive and happy. And you look at some people and you can tell that it is coffee and sheer determination that is keeping their eyes open right now. Take time for you and God. Fit them in. And people say, whoa, 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 you need to do... No. I need time for me and God. I need to take the gifts, the talents that draw me closest to God, and I need to put them into action. And I need to take a minute. Even if it's just sitting down and making up random lyrics to a song. You have no idea how much fun I had sitting down and writing out a monster's night before Christmas and trying to put that in and get that to word it the way it is. Naomi's favorite line, and Chase, Tracy and her joy and the pastor, that tired chap, had just settled in for a Christmas movie full of sap. <laughs> Take time this week. This is homework for you, so I want you to try this before the end of the year. Take time. Take the gift that God has given you that you feel closest to him in. Make space and time for you and God. Fitting in what's important. Making space for what's important. It's important to remember the world may not think it needs God, but God thought the world needed him and knew better. God stepped down and made it very clear that you are important to him. We can make space to celebrate in anything we come across. Your gifts and talents that God has given you are a way to join and gain a relationship with God. Maybe you know somebody who's struggling in one of them and you, need, you, you want to help them. Maybe you know somebody who's like, hey, I, they, they really need this done. You know what? I don't know how to do that. Maybe it's, hey, I know this person's been interested in wanting to learn how, how this works. You know, it's something I enjoy, I can use it to open up with them. Mm -hmm. But take time where you sit down with a gift God has given you. A talent, something that draws you close to God. And just rejoice in what God has given you. Yes, sometimes your talents can be frustrating. I get it. When I'm trying to make something for, for a tabletop, or I'm trying to make something, or write something out, or, or, or build something, sometimes it can be frustrating. You've got a nice piece of wood. It looks like it's smooth, straight grain. You go to put a screw in, the whole thing just splits to pieces. You can feel that little angry voice yelling, like that scene in Inside Out or whatever, where the, the anger guy just screams, and the flames come off his head, and they melt the hole in the window. You can feel that in moments sometimes when you use your gift. Turn to somebody who has, I was about to say, turn to somebody who has greater knowledge than you. That's God. They will show you a better way. Don't give the devil ground. And Randy opens his mouth and says, why don't you just drill the hole first? <laughs> Take time for you and God this week. Rejoice in the fact that your gifts make room for you. They have been given to you from God and they give you access to God. And they bring you to the Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and the fact that you've given us talents and gifts to serve you. But God, those talents and gifts draw us closer to you. So many times, God, we will push you aside, but then we call on you in the, in the midst of 
of darkness. God, we place so many things ahead of you. Help us to make you center. Help us to draw closer to you this day and all the days. Bless us, we pray again. Help us to find time for you and to rejoice in you. In your name we pray. Amen.